Hello, Internet peeps. Welcome to another edition of Big Trouble Little Podcast, episode 154, the final ranking of the Cops of the Robos. I'm Joe Doves. I'm Andy. I'm Zach. And uh, like I said at the beginning, we are going to be doing the final ranking of RoboCop 1, 2, 3, and the 2014 remake. Uh, but before we get into that, guys, what the hell have you been watching, playing, or doing? I am going to start off with, and I'm going to try to do like a Scott Hall thing. Um, Zach, if that works. It, I guess it works. I guess. Hey, I mean, yo. This, this, this is a podcast, so people just heard you say Zach's name. Well, yeah, it, audio podcast people, I just pointed my two fingers, like Scott Hall, or if, you know, Dragon Ball, those two people that do that thing, I don't know, I don't watch Dragon Ball. You should. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, let's see, I, I watched a couple movies this weekend, it was stuff I've watched before, but there was, I was hanging out with some friends, and we had to watch Indiana Jones Temple of Doom, because somebody had never seen it before. What a peasant. I know, right? And then, uh, well, I mean, we knew somebody that didn't see any of them. <laughs> yeah. He was we also to, a peasant. We had to fix that, but we did. We did. Um, and uh, we were watching, uh, doing this weird thing where, like, we spent a bunch of time watching Bond movies, but, like, with this group of friends, I'm kind of going back and watching them again a second time. Mm-hmm. I, I just got finished watching Live and Let Die again, and I'm like, eh, Yeah. My opinion has not changed much going back to it a second time. Um, Oh, yeah, that's about it, though. It's so weird that that's like a movie that everybody brings up. Like, that's one of the first ones that'll tumble out of somebody's mouth. And it's just not that good. (laughs) It's memorable because of how unique it is, especially considering all the Bond movies that had come up to that point. I feel like people just remember it because of the song. If I'm being honest. Yeah, I mean, the, the song, <laughs> I still hear the song on the radio all the time, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Guns N' Roses version or the, the Paul McCartney and Wings version. Yeah, Wings. Whichever. Um, I also watched uh, Police Story 1 because I got my dates mixed up. <laughs> I watched <laughs> it a week early. That's um, Yeah, it was it was great. We'll get to it in more depth next week. Spoilers. Spoilers. No, alert. <laughs> uh and I've been playing Persona 4 still, uh, chug- chugging along with that. Uh, haven't really played anything else lately. It's kind of I've kind of been focusing on things. This is my chance. I need to catch up. <laughs> yeah, that'd be the, this would definitely be the time to do it because I just came off of a five-day vacation and all I played was like Super Hot and Beat Saber one night. That's it. I should have beat Last of Us, but I was just too busy watching a bunch of movies. Okay. Well, I guess since Zach is done, Andy, you're up next. What was all those movies that you watch? Um, I've been thinking a lot since we had our conversation about Batman Returns, about what how it would look really good in black and white. So I want I've been trying to do searches for movies that you know have come out in modern you know c- contemporarily. And they did black and white versions of, but I, I keep falling back on the same two. Uh, uh, the black and chrome version of Mad Max Fury Road and Logan Noir. And I own that. I've never watched it, so I watched Logan, but I watched it in black and white. And man, it was really cool. There's there's some scenes that are like, the the coolness is amped up to five. And then sometimes there's it doesn't really do anything for you. 
like obviously when they shot the movie they weren't thinking about black and white but they coincidentally shot a movie that looks amazing in black and white in logan's case i've always really liked that movie i feel like everyone always forgets to include it in the conversation when you're talking about mature comic book movies but it's like my favorite um the new i think it's pixar i don't know luca that that movie it's on uh disney plus now so i watched it it's good it's charming it's exactly what you expect from a disney pixar movie it's it's funny and colorful and interesting hmm. um, let's see and then everything else i watched no all but one everything else i watched is on the criterion channel i like refell in love with it they have a bunch of of uh, sub-series on there, so I'm not even getting stuff off of my watch list. I've just been exploring and just watching. Oh, it sounds good and hit and play. I watched Cruising, which is a movie. It's got uh, Al Pacino in it. He's a cop. And they have him go undercover in, like, the gay clubs of New York because someone is killing, like, brutally killing gay people, and he's trying to find the killer. Uh, the movie's pretty good. Uh, it's also got... Um, What's the guy's name? Paul Sorvino is the police chief. He's really good at it too, but obviously Pacino is just mm-hmm. the best. He, it, Pacino playing a cop. You can't get him wrong. He's great. Um, <laughs> I watched uh, house of games, which is um, it's a movie about con artists. It's got, uh, Oh man, what is that guy's name? Um, I, I kept seeing him and thinking about, have you guys watched the Plinkett review for baby's day out? Yeah. The guy who goes, I'm a banana. Oh, I don't know that dude's name. I can't either. remember his name. I know I looked it up, <laughs> but he's he's uh he's one of the leads. It's like him and a woman, and basically she's like this uh, uh psychologist, and they're and one of her patients has has been scammed by these people, and she goes to like investigate it and sort it out, and then they start scamming her. And it's one of those movies where like, okay, I know there's going to be a big twist at the end. There's going to be a twist ending because the whole thing is about. Um, uh, scamming people and tricking them and, and sleight of hand and stuff like that. So you know there's going to be a twist at the end, but honestly, the end is the last thing you would expect. It's huh. somehow, it's somehow very clever and like anti-clever. It's an anti-clever ending, but it's really good. I recommend that movie. Then I watched, uh, and then there were none. It's based. Uh, I guess there's several remakes of the movie. So to clarify, it's the one that came out in 1945. It's based on an Agatha Christie novel. Um, ten people go to this island to have dinner, and then a message plays, and it's like, I accuse you all of, of murder, and you're all going to die in the next two days. And then they start dropping And they're, they're trying to investigate it to figure out, oh, who's killing us? And they figure out, oh, it's got to be one of them. Pretty hmm. interesting movie. Pretty interesting. I watched The Inland Sea. Uh, a criterion I actually own and have owned for more than a year. I just never got around to watching. It's really just like a travelogue memoir of um, a guy that the inland sea part of, of Japan, like in the Southern part of the main Island, it's in between Kyushu and whatever the main Island's called. And he just like talks about how pretty it is and how it's all going to disappear in a few years. And like what the, it, it's kind of a documentary, kind of a travelogue thing. It's really good though. It's really charming. And nice. I mean, it, I have a bunch of interest in Japan anyway, so that's probably why I liked it so much. I don't know if someone who didn't would like it as much. Uh, I watched Croupier? Croupier? What's the name of, like, a dealer at a at a casino? Croupier, right? I Croupier, am. I think. 
whatever, Which, whichever one that is. Um, that's the name of the movie. It's uh, it's what made. I'm getting all my names mixed up again. Hang on a second. Um, it's that guy's name. It's in Enemy at the Gates, I think. Jude Law. Maybe is that who I'm thinking of? Clive Owen. I'm sorry, I got I got my British people confused. It was like Clive Owen's first big role, but he's uh, he's a dealer at a uh, a casino in London, and a bunch of stuff happens to him. It's kind of hard to explain without like ruining the whole plot. On uh, on Criterion Channel, they have uh, a group of films just called The Gamblers, and they're all leaving at the end of the month, and a bunch of them sound really interested, so I watched a whole bunch of those. That's why that's why I watched uh, House of Games and then this, and I also watched The Gambler, which is a movie that stars James Caan, and he's... Uh, if you guys have ever seen Uncut Gems, it's kind of like proto-Uncut Gems. It's the same kind of thing. The guy like, can't take a hint when he's up. He just has to keep gambling and losing. And it's it's a pretty interesting movie, if for no other reason than James Caan is you know one of the great actors. He's great. Hmm. Uh, watched Zero Focus. It is a noir movie from Japan in the 60s. Uh, a woman gets married, and then like a week later, her husband goes on a business trip and just drops off face of the earth, just goes missing. It's interesting because it's a noir that stars a woman instead of a man. And so she's like investigating it and finding out what happened and then finding out about people's pasts and stuff like that. It's very interesting. And I watched Death Rides a Horse. I finished that a little bit before we started recording. It is a Western. It's got uh, Lee Van Cleef and some other guy uh, whose name I don't know but should because he did a really good job. It's scored by uh, Morricone. The director I didn't recognize, but one of the movie's big claims to fame is that it is a major influence on Kill Bill. Basically, you take one part Death Rides a Horse, one part Lady Snowblood, and then one part a bunch of other stuff, and you get Kill Bill. In fact, there's a song out of the soundtrack that I didn't realize until I watched Death Rides a Horse that he just stole from Death Rides a Horse and put it in Kill Bill. Did the same thing with Lady Snowblood, just took the theme, and it's just in Kill Bill. But it's a, it's a really good movie. It's a revenge flick. Uh, this, this guy, when he was five, some uh, gangs, uh, some people came to his family's ranch to rob it and like murdered his whole family. And he was hiding and he like saw them. So now, 15 years later, he's seeking revenge. Lee Van Cleef used to be a member of their gang and they betrayed him and he just got out of jail. So he's trying to hunt them too. So the two of them are like, because he wants to kill him, and Lee Van Cleef wants to extort him for money, so they they don't want to work together. But you know, toward the end of the movie, they end up working together. Of course, it's extremely good western. If you like, um, if you like all the uh, like the Dollars trilogy and stuff like that, you'd you'd love this movie too. But that's it. I watched a ton of movies because, like I said, I've been on vacation. Yeah. Um. So with me, I played more Forza Horizon Four. Um, I also played some fighting games. I did Guilty Gear Strive um, because I wanted to get my practice in. Uh, Are you going to get the new Guilty Gear when it comes out? Yeah, that's Strive. I got it. Oh. Yeah, it, it's fun. It's like uh, it's slower than the other Guilty Gear games. Um, it plays more like Street Fighter 4 um, just because of the execution and everything. Um, so I'm trying to learn how to combo on that. I play as the pirate chick, May. Um, she's fun to play with. Plus, you get to throw dolphins at people, um, <laughs> which is hilarious. Um, I didn't watch a lot of things. Me and my friends, we watch. I don't know if you're familiar with this Japanese show, 
called Documental. Um, it's about uh, comedians get locked into a room or an area for like six hours, and uh, whoever laughs gets like a a, a a yellow card for the first war- warning, uh, a a orange card for the second, and then a red card for the third. And whoever is the last person, they get an amount of money. So they do like, and you got to think Japanese humor is different from American humor. So they were doing like, uh, like this one guy, his, he was having items come out of his foreskin. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So like, he'd be like, Hey guys, look at my dick. And like, uh, a little, do this thing. Does he do this? Well, well, he, yeah, he, he goes, I had this little ping pong, and he puts it in his foreskin, and then he goes, he was going, Ooh! and then a little ping pong came out of his foreskin. Obviously, it's blurred, but you just see the item come out, and people would laugh. Uh, Japanese TV will, is, will never cease to amaze or be weird. Yeah, and then there was just one guy who was, like, screaming. Like, he was being, like... Uh, Chris Farley, except not funny. So he would do like Three Stooges stuff as well. He'd be like, and like hit his head and stuff and try to make people laugh. Uh, they would they would be like, they would dress up in different disguises. Like they would put like unibrows and stuff uh, and just like try to make people laugh. Uh, there was, uh, what was another thing? So... There's a part in the show where when you're eliminated, they're called zombies. So they get to come in the room and like try to like make the other people that are surviving laugh because if everybody laughs before, you know, the timer's up, everybody gets their money back because they got to put money into it. So the 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 season that we watched, they had to put 10,000 yen. Uh no, no, I'm sorry. Was it 10,000? Everything came out to a million, but I know, like, the head guy who's, like, doing the button and watching everybody laugh and stuff, he put his own money in there. But anyway, they had to put money together, and whoever's the the the, the, the last one gets it. So <laughs> they had these two people come in, one like a, a masseuse, and then the other guy who's getting the massage. And I'm I'm not lying, because the guy says, yeah, he played with my dick, because he's like... He's like, oh, do you want a happy ending? And he's like, yeah, I want a happy ending. And and then he, like, he, they, he didn't take out his dick, but he would, like, show the motion. And the guy was, like, laughing because, like, a- after one of them uh, laughed, he's like, yeah, that, he was literally playing with my dick. And, <laughs> um, but sexual it, assault. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was so funny because they did it like right in front of this guy because every time you heard zombie time and then like they they came in uh the guy was sitting on the couch to be far away so they went in front of him and did this and literally because he has to have no he can't even smile if you smile that's considered you're laughing so he had to stay there stone cold like this and he was like turning red, sweat was pouring down his fucking uh, face. What? And then, and then he, uh, the the person went into the shower, and he's like, he was like singing a song. He's like, I can't wait to get my dick sucked or something like that. And then the guy just started b- busting out laughing. It was hilarious. I I recommended it. it's on Amazon Prime. Documental. 
they don't just do it's not just dick shit i just i found it funny because japanese think that's humorous still i guess <laughs> it is i mean it, it was in middle school <laughs> yeah why can't our game shows be like that man that's, that's not cool you can't do that it's it sucks it's well, all Louis C.K. did dick jokes in front of other comedians he got canceled i know because everybody <laughs> sucks now but well, no, he uh, wasn't doing it to be funny, though. All the bullshit, like, you stand there, and it's like, it's high or low? I don't know. It, move over here. It, eat this gross thing. It's never anything weird like that. There's never a guy called Hard Gay who decides to do a segment where he's Razor Ramon Hard Gay, and he tries to wrestle in New Japan Pro Wrestling, and he's dressed up like a gib. Hard Gay is actually... <laughs> it's just not shit like that here. Hard Gay is actually on one of the documental shows. And, oh my god <laughs> yeah so that guy's funny yeah but that that's all i did i played fighting games and then uh watched documental I, we're gonna be watching more of it because we were up till like 9 a.m in the morning just fucking laughing our asses off <laughs> Damn, that sounds exhausting it was exhausting because uh like later on i was like oh man i gotta go to bed and shit and then like wake up late and that's what i did i hate doing that but uh I think it's time to get into some final ranking of RoboCop. Um, so, me and Zach are kind of similar, but I'll let him explain, you know, his. But I'll go first. Um, number four, RoboCop 2. Number three, RoboCop 3. Number two, RoboCop 2014. And RoboCop 1, as in 1. <laughs> uh Zach, did you want to add into your, you know, because you have uh, review scores, so you go. Uh, yeah, I got uh, Robo Flop two at <laughs> number four, at four point five out of ten. Okay. Robo Flop three at three, four point seventy five out of ten. RoboCop two thousand fourteen at six point twenty five out of ten, and RoboCop at one, seven point seventy five out of ten. Okay, well, Andy, you're the, you are a little different than us, so yeah, I got RoboCop uh, three at four, RoboCop two at three, the remake RoboCop at two, and the good RoboCop at one. Okay, so right off the bat, we don't need to argue what number one is. Yeah, number one's the original, and it probably always will be. Number two. Uh, the remake it's a really good really competent action film like it lacks some of the poignancy of the original but hey hell it's a fun movie yeah and i i I didn't i didn't shoot it down um i said it was okay uh because there is obviously flaws with the movie um but you know it's a good action movie and uh i love me some uh gary oldman (laughs) <laughs> and and Michael Keaton so uh, the and Samuel Jackson but he's only there for the news segments. So I I I think this is where we're going to have the big debate. Even though me and Zach outnumber you 2 to 1, you need to make a good case on why RoboCop needs RoboCop 3 needs to be last. Oh, well, I got bad news for you. I don't have a case for that. Like the difference between them to me is negligible. It's like one is carpet lint and the other one is lint in my couch. Like, I don't, I don't care. They both suck. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, Zach's got them like 0.25 apart. I'm right there with him. And my reasoning behind that is, is RoboCop 3 is a more consistent film 
it's more totally consistent. The script is more consistent. It's dumb, but it's it it keeps the plot of what it's doing consistent the entire time. That's my big problem with RoboCop 2 is like it starts out pretty good. And that's kind of why I hate it so much is because of the halfway point of the movie, it just shits the bed completely. Yeah, that's kind of the only reason I gave it the the edge is there's the moments of oh this is a this is a competent movie then robocop 3 it's just like well this is all shit but it's shit all the way through so at least it's fun yeah parts of it are fun i still <laughs> like uh i like uh the dude they put him in the big giant robocop 2.0 and he comes in and shoots all the people like there are fun moments in two it's just yeah, that was cool it just went too long i think yeah I mean, it was it existed. That made it too long. Well, <laughs> apparently, um, the second movie, because I was talking to my friend Dan, apparently the kid was supposed to have like a he was supposed to be nastier um, than what. God we, damn. Really? Yeah. It sounds like something Frank Miller would do. Yeah, because uh, apparently he was supposed to like get shot up and shit the kid. But like. You know the, the production company's like, nah, we we can't do that. How how are we gonna sell toys when we're killing kids, pretty much? Uh, but kill oh, kids, yeah, yeah. I I I just didn't like the second half of two. I I think the movie fell apart. Um, the pacing uh, was bad. Even though like uh, when they went to go after Kane and and the group and everything, when they're like, oh. Remember when they started chasing everybody uh, and all the cop cars were going past the hot dog stand? You're like, man, I don't want to be that guy and all that stuff. Like, even that, I was just not excited about all the cops coming to help RoboCop pretty much kill, get Kane and shit. It really lost me. Yeah. Uh, and I don't like Kane as like a final final villain thing. Oh, no, he sucks. He's awful. He's, yeah. he's completely uninteresting. Yeah, there's it, nothing about that. He's just like, oh, we're gonna, we're gonna give people drugs, and I'm a cultist. Vaguely, they should have I asked did. that whole thing. Just make him a drug dealer. Like, it was the '80s, or no, it was the early '90s. America already hates drug dealers. You've got it. You've got them. But then they're like, oh, he's a weird cultist too. Why? Because <laughs> it's the future. I guess. Yeah, in the future, drug dealers are also cultists. Why not? <laughs> and why did they have to make him like? stupid looking like i i think they could have made something similar to what robocop is but like slightly better but in he would have been a lot more hateable if they'd have made him look like rich like he's making a bunch of money off these drugs mm -hmm. like give me a tony montana looking guy yeah what if what if they like did a storyline where they uh you know got kane right and the other doctor, whatever her female, the, whatever her name was, uh, was feeding him like the nuke drug. But like uh, he had to be corporate friendly, like here's RoboCop 2. Here's another version. But he like he's better to the community uh, where they love RoboCop 2 more than RoboCop 1. I'm talking about the versions, but like he's, you know, doing evil shit on the side. We're like, I'm Kane. I am an officer, blah, 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 blah. And that, it, was a, that was another thing about that though. It was like I he Andy kind of mentioned something about it. I like I kind of expected Robocop version two to maybe resemble Robocop a little bit more than like some mech from Mech Warrior. 
Yeah. They, they skipped they, a whole bunch of tears. I was like, what the fuck? And when I saw it like play out, I'm like, this looks like shit for Mech Warrior. Like, it looks like something from the first game when this thing moves around and shit. Yeah, like, they're talking about, they're whining about, oh, Robocop needs to be more PC, more friendly with the public. And then OCP turns around and makes this Mech Warrior with the Lawnmower Man face. It doesn't make any sense. It's, it's terrifying. It's creepy. <laughs> it's a giant death machine. Like, it's clearly not a cop. It's not going to go out on patrol. It's just a machine to kill. Mm. Yeah, it's like something you use in, like, a war or some shit. Yeah, and, you know, with all, all the... Even RoboCop 1 and RoboCop 2 and RoboCop 3, all of them couldn't give us a, a, a great ending. Um, cause, no. Because, like, I think they, it should end with Clarence... Um, and somehow the you know the evil corporate guy somehow they make but, out yeah that's what yeah I they make out <laughs> maybe give a happy ending and shit with the uh, with RoboCop I don't know uh, but I don't know I still like Clarence as the best villain out of every movie um, the yeah. old the old movies uh, I like Michael Keaton even though that was like a oh wow I have this red bracelet on you can't shoot me and then he shoots him because and it just ends that's it and yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's kind of similar to you're fired thank you and then he gets to just shoot him for no reason. Mm -hmm. it, it's a similar kind of well i mean it's a bullet like what do you want like jeff jeff bezos to have a gundam like it doesn't yes well, of course yes i actually i do <laughs> <laughs> i want this to be like metal wolf chaos let's just do it <laughs> richard <laughs> <laughs> You know, you know, it'd be funny though. Like, if like Michael Keaton brought them to the roof, and like he had another RoboCop, or maybe like his robot armies that uh, Rorschach had, or something, and they would. Hey, just... he should have just been like, "Oh, you didn't think you were our only project, did you?" Or something like that. Yeah, and then he's like getting sniped from another fucking skyscraper, and then like they, I don't know, it would have been retarded, but like they would have like jumped and shit to the other, <laughs> the other uh, skyscraper. I don't know. I'm I'm thinking like Matrix stuff uh, anyway. Um, yeah, I I liked. I was entertained more with RoboCop three um, because of the stupid funny parts, um, and I just had my attention the whole time. The second movie, I was like, all right, drugs, cool. Um, the, the dynamic of this cult and little kid and Puerto Rican chick. I guess so. It, it seems like a misfits of uh, group, uh, and then all of a sudden it just like died, and I was like, "This movie is not ending." And RoboCop just goes in, <laughs> goes into a crowd with a, like a fucking sniper rifle and just starts blasting, not caring about society at all. But then again, maybe it's all the rich, pe rich Nazi people since they kind of made him look like Nazis in in the second movie. So in the third movie with the what were those guys called the um, rehab group. rehab guys yeah so I don't know they, they should have called them like they should have called them I'm trying to think of words that both start with S so that they could be like get it because it would have abbreviated to SS or something like that <laughs> yeah. because in, in I think it's in two like OCP has those those big drapes that are just solid red with a white circle and then OCP is black on it. It's like it's the opposite of subtle, and I like 
as dumb as that is, embrace that. Like, let's just let's just go all the way. <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah, but I mean, that's my case is that even though it's PG thirteen, I I I would it be interesting. What if that movie was rated R? Do you think that movie would have saved it with a little more violence and and cussing? Uh, yeah. No. I don't think so. Maybe I, I could be wrong, but I, I don't think I don't think lack of violence was what was holding that movie back from being great. Mm-hmm. But uh, I mean, I, we outnumber you two to one, so that's fine. Yeah. I, I'm rolling right over. Like I said, it's negligible. Like I I, I could I, I could have put that and probably not even thought about it much. Like if one of you had tried to put like RoboCop three at like number two or something, you would have had a fight on your hands. But <laughs> oh yeah, I, I, I was like, nah, RoboCop two thousand fourteen has to take that spot because it's just like I had. Uh, that's actually a good movie. Yeah, it's, it's well made. It's yeah, the people who made it knew what they were doing and they yeah. they did it. Like I, it could have been improved in some ways, but not you know not in any meaningful. They need ways. to. They need to make a. A new RoboCop game, in my opinion. Game? Yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of surprised there wasn't a tie-in with the 2014 movie, if I'm being honest. Yeah. Maybe they just thought... Maybe they wanted to see how the movie would do before doing a video game. I mean, it seemed like they wanted a franchise. They could have they used that as a reboot. Like you guys said the, uh, the other episode, that you know they could have made this impossibly into another trilogy if they wanted to. Uh, would I want that? No, um, because they could, they should have stopped at RoboCop one. Uh, I still wanted a spinoff, like the stuff that takes place in Tehran at the beginning is some of the most interesting parts of the movie. Like, I kind of want to see more of what's going on in the world. I like that weird alternate future shit. Yeah did you did you ever play RoboCop versus Terminator the game? Briefly, it's been I played it at a friend's house in like elementary school it's been forever the terminator levels are the fucking worst dude i can never ever get past them uh maybe i just suck at video games so <laughs> no they just they can't make a good terminator or robocop game that's just what it is if the man's made of metal it's gonna suck <laughs> <laughs> all right the, so the t2 arcade game was good it's eh. Even people that like light gun games, like that's one that's just like considered mediocre. I, I think I just I'm nostalgic for it because the fair had it every single year when I was a kid. Yeah. All right. So final ranking for the RoboCop movies. We have RoboCop 2 at number four. RoboCop 3 at number three. RoboCop 2014 remake at number two. And RoboCop 1 at number one. I think I said one three times, but whatever. You get the point. Um, so like I said last episode, because I told you guys that I will be going on a vacation, Andy and Zach are going to be doing the show next week and they, and Zach already kind of spoiled it. Spoiler. No, I'm kidding. Um, what movie are you guys going to be watching? I'm going to watch a Hong Kong movie. Oops. I mean a Chinese movie. Uh Oh, no, it's Hong Kong. <laughs> this movie's made in Hong Kong. By- it, it, it was actually made in Hong Kong. We're going to watch Police <laughs> Story. It's like, uh. I think this was Jackie Chan's first big hit. I think before this, he had some really good stuff, but this is the movie that when it came out, it made him an international name. Yeah. And I can see why. Yeah. Cause he kicks ass in it. What's your, I mean, since we're on the topic, uh, what's we're your watching both police stories though? Yeah. One and two. 
what are you going to do for the uh, following week? Nothing. Nothing? Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's your guy's favorite Jackie Chan movie? Fucking police story. Now it's police story. <laughs> I, I, I saw police story. It's like, oh, it's the best one. <laughs> I, vote- I don't really have a frame of reference for that still. Cause like, I like, believe it or not, like, I don't know if you consider like rush hour, Jackie Chan movies or anything like that. Yeah. Kind of. I never really watched any of his stuff. Actually. It's just something I never did or got around to doing. Rumble in the Bronx is, is good. I like that. Yeah, that that's a good one. That's, that's probably my favorite besides Police Story 1 and then 2. Apparently there's a Police Story 3 that I've never seen, but I guess it's it's like it's one of those like way after the fact sequels. Oh boy. I uh but it's it's not a Criterion release, so I don't know. I I figure that's a bad sign. Yeah, th- there's one movie with him and Pierce Bronson. It's a recent movie. I forgot what it was called, but was it The Foreigner? Yeah, there you go, The Foreigner. That's in my Netflix watch list. I haven't watched it yet. It's so good. Uh, I I recommend it. Um, but anyway, oh, Drunken Master's good too. Yep, that. that's another one. That's a good one too. Uh, so remember, guys, watch Police Story one and two, and Andy and Zach will talk about it next week. I will be on vacation for two weeks because tomorrow. It's the start of my birthday, um, and my dad's birthday is in July, so we're going to be celebrating my birthday and his birthday over there. Uh, so that's why you guys won't see me. Uh, but that is the ranking. Uh, we'll tell you what we're going to be when I come back on what we're going to be doing. We don't even know that yet, so uh, they'll they'll let you know. <laughs> um, let's get into some news that matter to us. Uh, I will, and Andy, did you want to talk about that Sonic thing that you posted? I mean, I don't know what's worth saying about it. It's super strange, though. I mean, in honor of Sonic's 30th birthday, there's a Minecraft expansion for Sonic, and you, like, run, like, Sonic through Sonic-style levels, but it's in Minecraft. It seems very strange. If it was cheap, I was wanting to pick it up, but it's an add-on for Minecraft. I don't even remember if I still have Minecraft installed. Oh, no, there it is on the desktop. I don't know, maybe. It, it's uh, it's such a weird concept. I just wanted to see how it worked. But it's, it's, just, it's strange, so strange. Maybe it'll be better than Sonic Extreme. It wouldn't be hard. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, I mean, I find that interesting. I haven't played Minecraft, actually in two years because i was in my friend's server but minecraft is pretty pretty chill if you want to build stuff but i don't i don't know about all these other add-on things and what because i know yeah, that, there's that a pokemon one too yeah i uh I, I go back to minecraft every like two three years like just to screw around mm-hmm. i just build stuff and mine and i like it it's it's calming it's almost therapeutic in some weird way but i'm not i'm not into the whole Oh, we got to go kill the Ender Dragon. Oh, I got to do this other stuff. Oh, I'm going to get these expansions and do all this stuff. Nah, it's not for me. I just want to mine and build. Yeah, there, there's mods. Like, I know my friend Golden, uh, who streams on, on Twitch, he uh, he has, like, a Pokemon mod where they actually do po- catch Pokemon and all that stuff. I, I just can't get into that. I just want to build shit. Like, uh, the Viking game that came out uh, recently, I, I'm, I, I don't remember names anymore. I just I go based off of genres. Assassin's Creed Valhalla? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it's just the, the one I'm aware of. It's God a, of War? It's a, <laughs> no. It's a Viking game that uh, 
you build shit and all i've been doing is just building stuff while like my friends will just like go kill bosses and shit because i don't want to do that uh i'm just i'm i i should just be a sims player if i want to do that stuff but whatever so you're just casual trash now is what you're saying no i'm casual trash in like those building type survival games because fuck dealing with every everything else in those games look all i'm saying is minecraft takes a while to load and while it's loading i'm gonna get in some candy crush that's all <laughs> fuck is candy crush still a thing that's yeah. like just the go-to Did... yeah people still play that oh, okay uh, does anybody play Rage Shadow, uh, whatever? Rage Shadow Legends. Yeah. I can't. They must. That, that company has a fuck ton of money. Yeah. They sponsor yeah. every YouTuber. <laughs> uh, Maybe the game's brilliant. Like, honestly, like, it has so much money and so much attention. Part of me is like, so is that game actually, like, really good? And I'm just missing out. Like, I really don't know. I don't know, Guys, man. Guys, you should play Rage Shadow Legends. Pick your hero. You get to play as like thirty-five different heroes, and you can make like sure go you join my clan, and you'll immediately get one legendary hero and three hundred gold and a blowjob. Good job! Please click the link. Yeah, these YouTubers like they sell it like they love the game. Do they, they re- gave them a bunch of money? But yeah, it's so wrong. I, I I don't like that. But anyway, uh, I, I I think uh, I, I think part of maturing a little bit in the modern world is learning to just put up with that shit. Because, yeah. <laughs> like, think about it this way. When you're watching YouTubers, are they making any money off of you directly? Uh, not directly. I'm not like no. I'm giving them money. I mean, there's people yeah. that have, like, Patreons and shit. Or, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I mean I, I'm a Patreon but... supporter of, like, a dozen people. But, I mean, like, if you're just watching some loser on YouTube, like, they got to keep their power on. They got to pay for food. They got to do all this other stuff. They're not really making any money off you. So if they if they want to accept some money from Ray Shadow Legends, it's fine. That doesn't hurt their credibility in my eyes whatsoever. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I I don't care that they're getting money for it. I care that they're faking it, but they're doing that because that's what sh- the the developer, I guess, or publisher is telling them to do. So I mean, that's that's what I mean by like. Yeah. Uh, uh, after, after a while, you just know. Oh, this is an act. This is all an act. Yeah, it's I been- understand that. Like, I, I've 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 had way too many people pitch uh, ball hair trimmers to me to think. Oh, all of these people are really passionate about having, having smooth balls. <laughs> Raycon earbuds. Raycon earbuds is another one. Oh, and Melissa Estridge, she likes them too. <laughs> whoop de doo I don't care. What, who else? Ray J or something? Ray J or, made the Raycon earbuds. That's right, yeah. Me undies. a million dollar franchise. Me undies was another one back in the day. I don't know if they still do anything them here and there hymns yeah. is starting to come around a lot now and then all the website ones but uh i oh, ha- and uh, vpns oh yeah <laughs> vpns spend their entire advertising budget on youtubers nord and express both mm. so i have one news to talk about so recently uh news broke about the plot for uh we call it matrix four uh there is a, a a possible name on what it could be. Uh, some of it's uh, some people think it's going to be uh, Matrix Four Resurrection, um, and some people think it's going to be called uh, Matrix Four Rebooted. Uh, and apparently, uh, I'm not going to go into like deep spoilers because I did read it, but I'll just tell you like what they're going to do. Um, so 
apparently the machines turned the Matrix back online, and Neo doesn't know that he's Neo. And then... Oh, so it is kind of rebooty. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that that's the plot. <laughs> Pretty much kind of like, oh, I don't remember, and somebody's going to make him remem- remember pretty much. I mean, it kind of makes sense because he was dead. Mm-hmm. So something's got to happen because he's in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I mean, I'm a big Matrix fan. Um, I know the third one rubbed people the wrong way, um, even the second one as well. Uh, I thought it was okay. I like the Animatrix. I I love the Animatrix. Yeah, because it 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 tells more about the lore and everything. I'd go to that for the Animatrix. It's it's genuinely good. But uh, you know, I'll check it out. I'll see what four is all about because uh, I know it's going to be on HBO Max. So yeah, I'll see it for sure. It's it's kind of the only thing that keeps me thinking. Oh, HBO Max might be worth it. Um, the second and the third ones. I don't know. I, I I flip-flop on them all the time. But I think they're a lot better than people remember. I think part of it is they weren't brilliant like the first one. Like the first one was a cultural touchstone. It, it changed it changed everything. Like without being Jaws or Star Wars, it was really close to being like Jaws or Star Wars. It like after the Matrix came out, it affected everything. Yep. No trench and, coat, no trench coats at schools. <laughs> uh, uh, bullet time is everywhere suddenly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when the second and the third one came out and they didn't shift any paradigms, people were like, oh, these movies suck. No, I mean, admittedly, they're convoluted bullshit. But watch the first one again. It's convoluted bullshit. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. You think you understand the Matrix movies, but you probably, unless your last name is Wachowski, you don't understand the Matrix movies. I I think this... Uh, I mean, this movie definitely revolutionized things uh, because there was movies back then about simulation and all that stuff that were living in a computer. Totally, yeah. Uh, But, like, with all the updated CGI and the story about, like, robots connecting humans as, like, for power source and shit, like, you know, that was, like, cool, and it brought up the, you know, the big idea again. Are we living in a simulation? And (laughs) this movie's kind of, like... Teasing us if we are in the simulation, You'd be like, "Ha, huh, there's a movie." Uh, which, by the way, this is not a spoiler. It's a funny moment. Uh, but I read in the Matrix Four thing that uh, Keanu Reeves' character works for WB Games, which, by the way, because it's made by WB, uh, and and the first, second, and third movie is the games that he's working on. So. It's like meta inside of a meta kind of thing. I mean, if true, they could, they, there could be some some interesting stuff that comes of that. Um, what was I about to say? Something about the Matrix movies, and now it's gone. I don't know. Like the simulation. Um, oh, I was going to say, uh, everyone likes to play this game. They always say, well, actually, uh, Ghost in the Shell did it first. Well, actually, Blade Runner did this first. Well, actually... Uh, Johnny Mnemonic did this for whatever people always want to be like, Oh, the matrix didn't actually come up with that. The thing the matrix did was take all those pieces and then bring them together into this one thing. They took punk rock and techno and cyberpunk and anime and all this stuff. And then they made that into the matrix. That's, that's what it did. Like, I mean, they invented a lot of stuff too. Sure. And then, but I don't know. People always want to sell it short because they think, Oh, they stole all this stuff. Yeah. 
everyone steals. <laughs> well, I, I it, what I like about the Matrix was, you know, the idea of the architect, architect and the, the Oracle. It's like I wanted to know more about them than the actual like Neo Trinity and Morpheus and all that and their big like war with the robots. I'm like, well, who the fuck are those people? Like, I think that makes you the inverse of most movie going public because that's what turned a lot of people off. Mm hmm. Is he goes and he meets the architect and the guy's saying vis-a-vis -a, -vis a bunch. And a lot of people are like, man, this is dumb. I don't like this at all. I'm not saying I was one of them, but I do distinctly remember after that movie came out, there was a ton of Matrix parodies on Newgrounds.com because this was Newgrounds' heyday. This is, you know. And uh, one of them was just him saying vis-a-vis -a, -vis a bunch. And I remember just laughing my ass off at it. <laughs> I'll probably never find it. It's probably dead now because Flash is dead. But, you know, I just remember it being well, it, it's 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 interesting because like when you look into the lore of the Matrix, like this was created to, to like I guess ease our minds that you know we're still living, but we're not. We're just slaves to these robots. The peak uh, of human civilization, I think, is how the architect puts it. Yeah. The late nineties. <laughs> yeah. So like having him just like there, just like you want to know more about that. But then I noticed like people hate, like you said, people hated it, and. Yeah, the second and third one had a lot of talking compared to the first one. I think that's... Well, if you wanted to know more, did you ever play um, Enter the Matrix or um, something Neo? Or There was like three video games and they all kind of expanded upon it, specifically the MMO, which was like the official story follow-up. The MMO had a plot line that was like the robots, the machines have Neo's body and they won't give it back and they were trying to figure out why. But the game flopped and the story never got concluded. I, I read a whole... I went down Wikipedia hole one night. Yeah. I, I played Enter the Matrix. Uh, I don't remember the story that much. I need to play it again. I actually have it on original Xbox, uh, so I want to go play that. Um, but I never played Pat uh, to Neo or for Neo, whatever it's called, because I know that was uh, a big thing back in the day because everybody like, I want to play as Neo. I don't want to play as this black chick. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, you played as a martial arts guy. Or and uh, yeah, and uh, uh, someone one of Jada Pinkett Smith's character, yeah, you play that in, in Enter the Matrix, uh, but yeah, I mean, I'm like I said, I'm 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 not hyped for it, but I'm excited to see what they g do with it. I'm a little hyped, yeah, I just Matrix hit like at the perfect time. I, I was in high school and and Every, you know, in the Nine Inch Nails and, and Newgrounds and shits. <laughs> it's just the Matrix is all just extra nostalgic. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Zach, do you have any news you want to bring up? Uh, yeah, there's this report going around that uh, EA is looking at rebooting Dead Space right now pretty seriously. They're looking at rebooting a established IP, and a bunch of people were speculating that it's Dead Space, right? Yeah, if now I read. there's more uh, there's more speculation, more things lead Lynn Cranes to it being Dead Space. So, who who would work on it? Because Visceral Games is dead. Uh, it's called EA Motive. Motive. They've yeah. worked on something else. I know that name. I don't. I'm not familiar with it. Uh, they um, did something. Is it? I want to say it was like a snowboarding game or some shit. I'm looking at a EA Motive. Oh no! It was a Squadrons and Battlefront. Yeah. Well, they seem competent, I guess. That makes me kind of nervous a little bit because if that's the... Because both of those are multiplayer games. 
Does that mean is it going to be Medal of Honor? Because that's an EA property, right? It's an established IP as well. Yeah. Yeah. I I think uh, they'd have to be idiots to try to bring Medal of Honor back. Like Medal of Honor has been thoroughly pounded by Call of Duty and Battlefield. There's no place for Medal of Honor. Yeah. I think there's a place for Medal of Honor. It's just not being that kind of a game. You can't put out Medal of Honor and expect it to compete in that space. It has to be a different kind of game. They, the last Medal of Honor was like the modern one. And I just remember it was like so vanilla, cookie cutter, boring. Non, it's just the exact same game we've already played. And it oh, fell on its face. And it was sad. sad oh, times. so EA Motive is founded by Jade Raymond, the, the Assassin's Creed chick. Oh. So, I mean, yeah, Dead Space, maybe. <laughs> I hope so. It's Damn, they have a bunch of job listings up right now. Art, game design, software developments, and like 10 experience, 10 duplicates of those things. People experience, that's a weird one. Audio, analytics, producer, operations, game design. They want it. They want it all. They're gear they're they're gearing up. They're going to make something big. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> what else what else could there be? If it if it's not Dead Space, what do you guys want it to be? Uh, it's an EA franchise. Yeah, Road Rash. Ah, yeah, that's that's cool. Um, I would I I wouldn't want a revival, but then maybe the the second Mirror's Edge wasn't that great, but Mirror's Edge would Edge would be nice. Yeah, I remember. I think I brought it up on our E three thing. Like I thought that would have been something kind of interesting. Yeah, well, they're 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 having their uh their so-called summer E3 kind of thing in July, so I guess we'll see Dead Space hopefully, because uh, I wanted Dead Space. Dead Space was actually a cool game. I never got to finish two, nor three. The the thing to think about too is it might not necessarily just be uh, strictly an EA franchise because you got to think they bought a bunch of uh, studios. Yeah. Westwood and yeah. and uh, yeah, Origin everyone, Systems. Yeah, they they've got a bunch of IP that they just don't utilize. Is there a Dragon Sage game in development somewhere? Yeah, Bioware's supposedly working on another Dragon Age and another Mass Effect. Oh, if it's not if it's not Dead Space, uh, I I was I kind of like to see a new Burnout. Just saying. Maybe it's Burnout. Yeah, but I mean, it's, I think Criterion Games is still a thing, and they made it so. Maybe they don't want them to work on it anymore. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, also, I think they did the Abe's Odyssey stuff. And all of those games recently got re-released. So maybe they sold really well. I don't know. We'll see. Crusader, no remorse. Let's go. <laughs> Com- Command and Conquer. Command and Conquer, that's one. <sighs> mm. <laughs> there were actually rumors a few months ago that Skate was coming back. It could be that. I've heard. I heard that too, yeah. It could be a bunch of things, point being. But most people seem to think it's Dead Space. Yeah. The, at first, it looked like people were saying that because they wanted it to be. But yeah, if there's any evidence at all, I'd say it's that. Because I think Dead Space would do really well. I think there's a place for that horror. As long as they keep it horror. Because Dead Space 3 like got off in the weeds as far as keeping it scary. Yeah, hopefully they don't do that again. Hopefully yeah. they just do like Dead Space One Two ish stuff. <laughs> They're gonna make it a co op game, and it takes place during the day. Mm. Yeah. What about Star Wars? Star Wars: The Old Republic. Uh, that's been a rumor thing forever, but 
Uh, I, if, if there's not a, if there's not a game based on it soon, I'd be surprised because uh, they have uh, Disney has a huge media push right now that's older public stuff, comic there, books and books. There was a rumor that started last year that supposedly EA was working on a Star Wars RPG, but it wasn't Kotor or something. Mm-hmm. So who knows? All right, what's the other story? You said you had another story. Uh, it's not really a story, I guess. It's just, uh, because there's just not that much to it. But, uh, one of the things that bothered me last week was, you know, when E3 happened was like, oh, there's no Bayonetta 3 again. And it's like, God damn it. And then like, there was, I don't know, like a day or two later, somebody talked to somebody from Nintendo and they're like, it's progressing really well. Yeah, I saw that too. Like, it exists. We're working on it. And then, like, Hideki Kamiya's apparently he's, he's trolled people and shit on Twitter. And he's a huge dick. He's also said some shit that's like, it's really frustrating not being able to talk about this game. It's like, I don't know. He, I guess he's saying, hey, we're still working on it. Do you think it's going to be, is it in development? Uh, Dev, Dev Hell, pretty much? Development Hell? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know the circumstances behind it. it could be that maybe it was going to be like a wii u game and then they're like nope <laughs> like when that totally failed and then they started making it for switch and uh i think they were working on some other shit too and they in my opinion they probably stretched themselves kind of thin uh because they put out some other game um was it astral chain yeah was that dumb yeah yeah, I was at, at, and then they did something else. Like I, I'm, I'm not saying their studio hasn't grown to accommodate their success, but maybe they've stretched themselves a bit thin, and Bayonetta three had to go on the back burner for a little bit or something. Apparently, Astral Chain was a good old time too. Yeah, I want to get that. Uh, it d- does not drop in price though, and it's really <laughs> aggravating. <laughs> That's yeah. definitely true. Uh, That's all. That's all I got. All right, yeah, it's been kind of slow on news, and I, I really don't want to get into the rabbit hole of the, the fucking Kojima blue box uh, conspiracy that's happening right now. On, on let's the, wait till there's something to say. Yeah, let's wait until, like, Sony, uh, you know, reveals the game, because apparently this company is going to be a Sony, like, exclusive. So maybe one of their state of plays will finally know what this game is going to be all about. Which, by the way, the trailer is, like, trash, by the way. The... The FPS and like the graphics of everything. Not saying that graphics matter, but like it's just a dude walking in a fo- like the woods, and that's it. Uh, so I don't know. I like I said, I don't want to go into deep detail um, because people are like trying to say that the blue box logo is like an inverted Sony logo, and I'm like, no, that's because people make shitty logos now. Yeah, they're just <laughs> really basic and boring. Yeah, uh, but. I think that's where we'll end it. We'll have a nice uh, short one-hour show. Um, uh, next episode uh, is going to be Police Story 1 and 2 for Andy and Zach, since I will be on vacation. Um, so remember to catch that, watch that, and then talk about it. But if you want to catch more Big Trouble podcasts, make sure you go to Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Red Circle. We're there. I actually just p- recently put up the, the Village One audio version since we were on YouTube. Because um, I'm like, oh shit, I forgot to put it on the on the Spotify's and stuff. So that's up there now for the Nemesis Project. Uh, I got to get the Accelerated Gamer. I just got to make thumbnails for it. 
uh, because I like to make some custom thumbnails for things. Uh, but I think we'll end it here, everybody. I will see you in two weeks, but you will see Andy and Zach next week. So see you later. Thanks for listening.